thirsty and 30. I sometimes <laughs> wait to be approached, but when that doesn't happen, I do it myself. <laughs> I think when you choose yourself and when you stand up for yourself, I love that. that's very yeah. attractive. Because for me, if the guy is into you, no matter how much you're available or not, he's going to value you. But you yeah. know how you make him more attracted to you is when you focus on thirsty and 30. Hi, thirsty people. This is Bea, one half of the duo of Thirsty and 30, the blind meeting the blind chat show on Smarter Love. Shire and I are back for another season, thirstier than ever to get to the bottom of dating, relationships, and love problems that continue to happen to the best of us. To keep up to date with season two, check out thirstyand30.club. On this episode, we have Finale Victoria, a thriving Filipina in her 30s, currently in New Zealand. This episode is for any woman struggling with being single. Fen shows us that you can flip your mindset and enjoy the time to work on yourself. Trust us, there's so much wisdom in this conversation. and 30. Tonight, we really talk about something that is quite dear to my heart and I think to both of us because we both have enjoyed being single, right? And mm-hmm. I think you know, we like to come up with theories and our theory really is tonight is inspired by the book one of our listeners recommended to us. Um, if Buddha dated, which Buddha wouldn't really date, but if he did, um, basically, our theory is that the path is not so much for being single is not to find a lover. It's really to be a good lover of life and of all people. So you just really to be interested or be taken, you need to be interested in people basically and also dating yes. takes a lot of practice sherry and you can't like i think people take messages about dating and they're always like a bit worried about it you have to practice you're not gonna play a concerto right away and your yeah. first music lesson so practice and you know i have to remind i mean if you remember our interview with angelic Opter, she did mm-hmm. say that you know we should be working on yourself right instead of striving and making a list and finding so like whatever you want and somebody else make a list and you know fix yourself up i think you have the perfect guest tonight for this actually bea um we have fan mm-hmm. victoria she's a friend of ours and you know, she's maganda if i have to say something she's maganda and she's a hustler so i'm very i mean let's just bring her in so people can see so thanks Hello. for joining us thanks for that warm welcome and for all the compliments I do agree. Every, I have to say, I was. We always start our show with an anonymous letter. 
or an icebreaker. So which we should start with our icebreaker first. What is your go-to landi move? Oh my god, my go-to landi. I just usually approach the guy as long as like I'm attracted to one person. Like I feel like if I don't approach, like when it comes to any opportunity or even like a guy, like if I don't approach him, I feel like I can't sleep well. I feel like I just have to go get it. Just try because you wouldn't lose anything but the chance. But like you'll just have regret and not just like, because you never know. Just okay, say but how. But how do you approach? But first, like of course, you gotta like look at the guy and then wait for them to look back. When they look back. You kind of don't look again, and then you try to look back again. So when when you have that kind of okay. attraction already, you keep on eye locking. <laughs> I sometimes wait to be approached, but when that doesn't happen, I do it myself. <laughs> I like that. I like that go getter style. Oh yeah, just go for it, Bessie. That's the ano here. I contact. Wow. Gusto ko hindi ka makatulog. Kailangan gawin mo para makatulog ka. A lot of people oh, are insomnia. Oh. Maraming guapo sa New Zealand. So, kailangan mong gawin mo. We were gonna ask you that <laughs> nga eh. Okay, we'll get to that later. So, Fen, we do have an, anon- an anonymous letter tonight. And we do want to hear your advice. So, here's one. Dear Thirsty Girls, I'm 35 and a single dad to a 6-year-old. Getting back in the dating game has been a little bit tough for me. So, here's the situation. I met someone on Tinder 6 months ago and things are going well. Really, really well. All of our dates have been at her condo because we are both very safe about COVID. I really like this girl, but I think I messed up. I haven't told her that I have a son. What should I do? How should I tell her I'm freaking out because I think this may be a deal breaker? Thank you, Mr. Takot Umamin. Okay, so they've been going out for six months, but he never told her. Just tell her why and what took him so long to say it. And just say that you have good intentions because sometimes, you know, when things happen, it's not because you're a bad person. You always have a good intention, but sometimes you don't. How do I say this? But basically, if he has a good intention, you know, I think it's okay just to say it and explain it. And, and if the girl still accepts him, then good. But if it doesn't, then that's not the girl for him. Oh my God, I'm going to tell you because I kind of did the same. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Okay. Has okay, it ever okay, happened okay. to you? No, because I was going to say, I met someone on Tinder also here in New Zealand. And um, mm-hmm. we all know Tinder is like, not really like... A hookup app for some people. Where I can't really yeah. say it's a hookup app because you have to be open that these apps can lead you to some some something great, not just a hookup, you know? Yes. I mean, I'm not saying that everybody on Tinder is game for a hookup. It really depends on what your goal is while you're joining yeah. the app. So anyway, I met that guy, right? And of course, on my Tinder, since I'm I'm not from New Zealand, I never posted any anything that I had the sun or like whatever. Because like for me, I'm leaving after a month or two. I'm just stuck here mm-hmm. because of COVID and I'm not planning to stay. So why would I put that I had a son or whatever? whatever? Like I just wanted to meet people. But I'm yeah. also open to any ideas where it would lead me to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so I met this guy. <laughs> and then I think it's on our date. Your first? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry my connection. On, on our fourth date. Fourth. Okay. I was like, hey. Um, so I just have to tell you this. I have a son. 
he's three years old and he's with me here in New Zealand. Um, I just thought you should know, but first of all, I didn't expect us to be like seeing each other up to this time. But I feel like it's our fourth date and I feel like we're getting along so well. So, um, yeah, I just thought I should tell you. But at that time, I still had no plans of staying in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh And um, so everything was open-ended, you know, like, like I don't know where it's going to lead me to. But I felt like we had something great. But I felt I didn't want to lie. I didn't want to hide as well. But like, I just had to say it. And then yeah. what was me, their reaction? Oh, he's like, oh, okay. I thought you were just going to tell me something else or like whatever. Like, it's all good. And then, um, but honestly, I was kind of scared because we, we had something great. And then I'm just like, shoot, what if he doesn't message me anymore? But I feel like mm. there's something great. So there's those like doubts. There's those worries. But then for me, you know, if I believe in our connection and for him, that's all he sees. Then it's all up to him. But at least me, I have good intentions. I told him why it's not there. Well, the photo is not there. First of all, like when we met, I was supposed to be leaving like in two weeks. Mm -mm. And then on our dinner date, I found out that the borders were closed and no flights to the Philippines for the next two months. So, you know, circumstances have changed, had changed that time. So, I, I was just like, okay, I have a son. But I feel like for this guy, you can just, you know, just say, I have a son. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. What was and his reaction? His reaction, he was okay with it. But of course, mm-hmm. how do I say that? Oh, by the way, we're still seeing each other. It's been more than a year now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I guess it's, oh, his reaction was okay. Oh, yeah it's but, you know okay. relationship has its up and downs and challenges here and that so yeah um of course it's it's um how do we say this we have challenges about this sometimes mm. it's a yeah. yeah i feel like it's it's a different how do i say this um Bista, that's our challenge and um but oh, we yeah. acknowledge that this is a challenge and we cope with it and we just um yeah we deal with it when we face the the worries or the challenges or the fears when when these things arise yeah Yeah. okay i think it's one of those things though that people think when you have an amazing connection with someone it's like a magical relationship like it's gonna turn into that but only honesty will get you through and it's never going to be just magic all the way. And at some point, you're going to need to tell someone if you have a kid or not. Yeah. Whatever, whatever whatever, big part of your life is there, like whether you have another boyfriend, like, you know, some people, they're polyamorous. So if you don't say it right away, then I think you're going to end up hurting another person or the people that are involved. So I think for this case with a dad, definitely say it. And Miss Mr. Takot Omamen, I think this is the perfect advice now for you. Like, for, listen to Fen. Do what Fen did. Um, and I hope the girl naman is very open to it. Because I think if it's been six months and they've been going great, and if he's a responsible dad, you know, I think mm-hmm. the girl should be grateful that he, she some, somehow has a preview 
of how this guy would be. Dude. As a father in the future. You know yeah, I, mean? I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So I'm not saying that it would lead to that, but you know, it's like yeah. a pre- yeah, Mr. Takotawan, pero wag mo nang patagalin because I feel like my opinion, if, it, if you, it takes longer pa than six months, I feel like Bongsa it's a little bit deceit, <laughs> deceitful na, diba? So yeah. you don't want to cross the line and be deceitful to this girl you like. So, so umamin yeah. ka na. Oh, Rip the band-aid off. Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> okay. So, Fen, we want to jump into all of our questions for you. We have quite a bit. Um, So let's jump to the first one. So, Fen, you posted your poster on our Instagram and you know the reaction of the boys oh. was quite the <laughs> just quite the something so we got quite the reaction from men when we posted your photo one even said a friend of ours had to check your Instagram if you were for real now so what are your secrets Fen, to looking so amazing tell us Keep pampering yourself, loving yourself, um, giving the time to yourself. Like, you know, having the, this hour where you just spoil yourself, you work out, do something that mm-hmm. makes your soul happy, I guess. And just yeah. to do the things that you're very passionate about because that's what makes you happy. That's what makes you glow. That's what makes you, you know, your soul happy. So if if you get to give that to yourself, then you radiate this, you know, energy and at the same time vibe. So you kind of have that vibe that you bring out as well to people. So mm-hmm. I guess that. Also, your I hair have a question, has always though, been about super <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. uh, Um, Your question, I have a question about your Instagram. What's the weirdest DM you've ever received? Um, you Do you get any sugar? weird ones? Um, yeah. Oh, do you want to like, every month, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, and From, then they're like, you know, know. send me nudes. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so great. <laughs> I know, I know, race. Usually I'm all creep, creepy. I think that's like European or Middle East. Mm. Do you not reply I, I, or do you call them out? Do you just go like, I would never be a. Okay. I don't reply. Yeah, no, when it's something that it's like, um, I can't say disrespectful, but I, it, yeah, but like, you know, it's kind of a weird uh, message. I really don't reply. I don't engage in those things. At yeah. The I think it's shocking because then Tinder as well, our Bumble, you would see, man, like it would be, I just want a paid girlfriend or I'm going to, let's say, Shergao or Palawan and this is how much I'm going to pay. Um only message if you're interested in this kind of arrangement and it's shocking when you see like the salary that they offer on their profile it's like i think one guy put in his profile like fifty thousand. i was like wow oh like God. a vulnerable girl would definitely go for that if yeah. they really needed the money and it's shocking that that i'm just curious because if people are looking at your instagram i'm sure you get some weird dms but um yeah Oh my Good God, to know 50, that there's an option not to reply. Whatever. What if that guy kills you? I know. You think you just get 50k? There are a lot of other things you can get, like an STD. You can be a slave for all you know. <laughs> yeah, or a slave. But it's shocking, diba, that people would offer that, you know. And I wonder if, I like, girls mm-hmm. actually say yes, and then when they get there, they only paid 10,000 per month or something. I'm sure, wow. nagayari yun. 
I'm what a sure. bad deal. But I guess this is why we wanted to talk to you, Fan, was because we wanted like single people, not and not that he's saying that to either fall for that trap or basically find that there's there's hope in their life. Like even people that are um, starting a side business. You moved to New Zealand. Can you tell us a little bit why you did that and how has it been? Okay. No, it's so a short. Got- um, yeah. Uh, I got here March and then um, there was no flights. And I think the first flight was October. So when I got here, my business was doing okay. Finelli's kitchen until like about mm-hmm. July, August. August was when the sales were going down. And then I realized since it's a pandemic, if I go back and my business wasn't doing so well, how am I going to earn? Where am I going to apply? You know, am I still yeah. going to apply for a job? It's a, it's a pandemic and I have a son. So, like, it's just going to give me a higher risk of maybe getting the sickness, the the, yeah. the virus, and then coming home to a child. So, I'm like, I'm already here in New Zealand. Why not? Um, why not find some, like, make my own opportunities here, you know? And, mm-hmm, um, yeah. yeah, and so I was thinking, like, so I was thinking, like, um, of working here. But it enabled for me to work here. I had to study first to get a work entitlement. So I had to yeah. go through all of that. Then I had to enroll and stuff. So there's just a lot of um, decision making that had to be done. It wasn't easy, I must say. But I'm so glad that I took the risk that I enrolled and stuff because, oh my God, I'm still here and there's not so much COVID cases. He lives a normal life. He goes to school and I get to work. I get to study and I still get to manage my business remotely. Mm-hmm. So, but if I went home, I honestly don't know what kind of opportunities that, uh, I mean, would have been there for me compared to yeah. what I have now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it looks like you're in a really, really good situation where everything fell into place well. But what was the biggest challenge that you had to face? juggling everything it's hard um so school was what um 30 hours and then work was 20 hours per week and then i have lukey he goes to school i drive him to school i pick him up and then you know all these things it's really hard there's papers there's presentations there's homeworks it's really hard this in the first semester i just really wanted to excel in school i would take the shifts I could get at work and Luki was going to class and swimming classes so mm-hmm. I felt like I spread myself too thin mm-hmm. to yeah. the point that before my semester first semester ended I had a really bad anxiety mm-hmm. like I my, my tears were just flowing I said uncontrollably I felt just so sad like so I, that would happen at night or like in the morning but when I was, mm. but when I was crying in public uncontrollably, I was just mm. like, "Fuck it, I'm sorry." But okay. I, okay. I was just like, mm-hmm. "I need to stop. <laughs> I need to, I need to, I need to just stop some things that I'm doing." So I suddenly stopped with, uh, stopped working for a while because it was really bad anxiety, and I just had to catch myself and just like, you know, give myself the time to mm-hmm. to to. To just not do anything and then 
I had to do my papers and presentation at that time. So I had to let go of one thing, you know, mm-hmm. and then I just focused on my papers and presentations. And when the term ended, um, I had a break for two weeks. I was thinking of working more because during break time, I can work for 40 hours. But then I was just like, mm-hmm. I can't work. I need this mm-hmm. time to just like re-energize, to just, you know, give myself so much time and love because I felt like at that time, I was so focused on earning back the money for my tuition fee. I was so focused on, you know, excelling in school and just doing everything all at the same time. But now I'm just like, I just want to pamper myself every day, like enough time, even if I don't excel in school so much, even if I don't work for 20 hours every week. Mm -hmm. And Luki doesn't, like, I don't really send him to two schools now. It's just like I send him to swimming class only when I feel like, I have extra time for it. So I'm mm-hmm. just more, I'm just kinder to myself in a sense because mm-hmm. I just don't want to experience that kind of anxiety again. It was so bad. So why do you think you pressured yourself so much in the beginning? I think so. Yes. I was so excited to live this dream of mine to be working and studying abroad. And I'm just like, I just wanted to excel and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there was so much pressure. So the challenge was that that was the biggest challenge for me to juggle everything. But um, yeah, it's easy because I can't say it's easy, but it's manageable because my my relatives here are very supportive. Mm. Like my aunt who I live with, every time I work in school, she's the one who takes care of Luki. So that that's really a big help for me to be able to work and just you know go out. With, friends or like go have dinner and stuff so but if not for that oh my god I'd, I'd lose myself honestly yeah but I can't imagine you're raising a kid in another country I mean here we're Sanayna there's like a whole like people will help yeah. you. you you can have a yeah yeah you can have you know your whole family there. but luckily you have your family there yeah it's like you pay them $20 per hour take care of your kids so that's 700 pesos per hour yeah that's so crazy. like you have dinner for three hours is how much right so it's like not really yeah. feasible so i don't uh, know how other people do it here honestly yeah then in that time that you were really sad and like felt you know you were crying uncontrollably what did you really learn about yourself kind of getting yourself out of that rut um to be kinder to myself that there's a limit to everything and it's okay to rest it's okay to say no it's okay to um what do you call this to take your time I felt like I rushed so much to earn back the money that I paid for my tuition fee that so I was just like always excited to take shifts Mm. but then I was just like why am I rushing so much I have this one year where I can just work and not study so that that whole year for me, that whole year for me to be able to work without studying, I'd be able to pretty much earn more than yeah. what I paid for. But like, I was just so excited to do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, limitation. There's limitations. Um, it's okay to rest. It's okay to say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So fine, I'm curious, tell us about your, your hustle because even here, I mean, I, I I know you here in Manila and you've always had like 
you were always very driven. So how do you stay driven? How do I stay driven? Um, because I like nice things. I like, <laughs> I like, I like a lot of makeup. I like clothes. I like bags. I like shoes. I like those things. Okay. So enable for me to be to enjoy those things. I love to travel to enjoy those things. I need to be able to earn or like to 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 have different sources of income for me to enjoy mm-hmm. that. So I think that's what's given giving me drive. It sounds so selfish, but <laughs> no, I think um, it's good that you know the like the quality life of that you want. Yeah, I. I think someone brought this up with me. Um, should you care about your partner's side? Um, do you care about the job that they have, all that stuff? And I think that's all part of like knowing the quality of life that you want to live. It's like to give for you yourself. Give, as well. Yeah, yeah, for yourself. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. Um, if you don't know that, then how are you gonna live the life that you really want? Like, yeah. if you like nice that's- things, you like nice things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because ever since I graduated, my dad never gave me allowance anymore. So, mm-hmm. and I lived alone ever since because I started living alone when I was 18. So when I graduated when I was 19, I I had to do things. I had to eat. I had, well, I wanted to go out. I wanted to do these things. So I had to start looking for, you know, different sources of income for me to be able to do those things, you know? So I think that, practice early on really helped me thrive you know since I was that age mm-hmm. and I think um yeah I think when you get those habits of like like making something to a business like I don't know I think it comes out naturally when you find an opportunity yeah and yeah. making the most out of it um I think that's pretty good that you know that. You seem to know yourself really well. Um, I'm curious, though, you've been dating someone for a year. What's the difference of dating someone in New Zealand versus in Manila? There's a big difference. Okay, you want <laughs> okay, to know that. Tell us. Okay. <laughs> tell us. So in the Philippines, even if there's no courting or whatsoever, um, they always have plans for dates. They always do surprises. They always... I can't generalize, but at least my exes did. Um, mm-hmm. So there would be date nights. It, it was more, it was less casual, I must say. It was kind of leaning more to the romantic side, more to the, you know, when it's Christmas or New Year, there's always big gestures. Mm-hmm. When it's your birthday, there's surprises and whatsoever. Here, because everybody's equal when it comes to dating, um, it's everything's just casual or just like um how do i say this like birthdays it's not a super big thing you know what i mean wow. like valentine's was it, was it an adjustment for you now hey, and do you I'm like the difference <laughs> i have to um i have to adjust you know but i think so that's a difference with culture but i think you know um, when you're dating someone and here's the type of dating you've you, you've known since 
since you were young, I think it's also nice to just tell him that what you're used to and what he's used to, because these are personal differences, you know, so you guys can just communicate that. So you, you guys kind of teach each other on how you want to be treated. So I guess that the relationship side, it's that, but like culture wise, um, but I can't really generalize because I also got to go out before I met this guy with some other guys, but they would still open the door for me, but they're not based from here. If they're mm. not based from here, it's different. But if they're based from here, grew up here, or like lived here for a long time, it's a different story. It's much mm. more casual. But I didn't really meet a lot of people, but to generalize such, but um, at least with the guys that I met, like if it's a different nationality, like for example, I met a Greek person, a Greek guy, um, it was different. It's like, oh, this is where we're going, blah, blah. It's much it's less casual it's like oh i know this restaurant i'm gonna take you here blah blah blah. you know what i mean best foot forward yeah and yeah. there's one from croatia was like that also and then basically <laughs> if it's from just like oh yeah let's meet up it's i don't know it's just more casual yeah then, yeah but it's the big adjustment right the casualness is evident when it comes to um <laughs> Maybe countries that uh, prioritize. I think it's a big adjustment when it's very casual. I can't say you know, it's very. It has its perks too. Um, what are the perks? Would you say less pressure? <laughs> okay, that's true. That's and true. then you know how it's best foot forward. I feel pressured to like. I don't know how do you say this when they're giving you so much attention so much pampering and stuff I feel more pressured oh does it mean I have to like him more does it mean I have to be I feel pressured when I'm treated like that somehow okay, that makes... yes that makes sense or it makes me feel pressured to give the same gesture somehow yeah you know what I mean so there's that kind of pressure but it's nice also to be treated like a princess but yeah my pressure yeah i guess it depends on what your love language is but i believe like some people i guess because i feel uncomfortable with gifts or you know think what would you say your love language is then if you would choose mine is touch and time see touch and time so when people give you presents may may added pressure to it but again sometimes because i don't know if it's like we grew up in a culture because then you feel like or we're taught growing up now if a guy gives you gifts the they always expect something in return. So, sure that that got in, ingrained in their heads because we were taught that at such a young age. I don't know. Baka ako yeah. yung topic, ko alam, but you know. What's your love language, Sherry? I think I forgot to ask you. I feel quality like quality time and acts of service. Okay. okay. How about you? Um, I think it's quality time and it said touch, but I think it's words of affirmation, really. I like letters. I like people saying nice things and yeah. quality time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, important the quality time. <laughs> so, so Fendi, you know, we, we get a lot of messages on their Instagram about you know, mga women na palaging so sa pag-ibig, and then they say na parang boys play games with them, or sometimes they go hot and cold. I mean, same with girls, right? They do that also. Do you think though that playing a bit of a game when it comes to dating? 
is necessary and keeps things fun? Or do you believe in the straight I like you tapos? Let's just go for it. Thirsty and 30. Okay, let's take a mini break and let me ask you a few questions that you may not want to answer. What are you passionate about? What do you want to learn? Have there been moments where you didn't choose you? Write it all down, no excuses. Get to know yourself and you might just find out a little surprise about you. Message us what you think on our socials, Thirsty and 30, or better yet, go to our website, thirstyand30.club. We would love to hear from you. And again, there is no judgment here. All right, let's get back to it. Thirsty and 30. I feel like if a guy doesn't like you yet that much, or if you feel like this guy has a lot of options, yes, you play the game. But it depends um, sometimes. You are like, you're, you're the only girl, or maybe that's just how I felt. But <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the thing is, for me, honestly, as long as you enjoy the process of like meeting the person, getting to know the person, enjoying this moment with the person, you don't lose anything, even if it doesn't work out. So I think that's the key to to dating anyone or to like see anyone is just to enjoy the company and to enjoy the process and be open it may not lead to one thing to 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 where you want it to, to go but like if you enjoy it you don't lose anything that's true but so, let's rewind but let's rewind a little bit fan you see you mentioned that that happened that that happened to you na before you know like you were the only one does that happen did that happen to you i mean with all the efforts like we see each other twice thrice a week so I was like how could this guy still see each other <laughs> oh my god and then my friend saw him with, with another girl and then my friends told me two weeks after and I'm just like oh my god I've been going out with this guy for like months how come like I never so I confronted a guy I was just like hey my friend saw you with another girl and then you hid, and then they couldn't see you. And then, and then um, he told my friend to tell me, and that she's just a friend. And I'm just like, you know what? Honestly, if I was with a guy and your sibling saw me, I don't think I would hide if I knew it was nothing malicious or if there's nothing wrong with it. True. But the fact that you hid yeah. and you had to tell my friend not to tell me, and that she's just a friend, wow. like. I was not born yesterday, so I, so I stopped seeing him. I'm like, I'm gone. I'm it's over. Because apparently, I think we've been going out for three, four months at that time, and I'm just like, yeah, I can't do this. I feel like, you know, you made me look stupid in front of my mm. friends or like whatever, you know. And then, well, I kept running, chasing after me, ganyan. Stagging kami pareh. I don't miss anything. Oh, I want to know this. The more you don't want, let's say they reject the guy. Do you feel like, do you feel like the more they want you back because you reject them for something that it's their fault, you know? I think when you choose yourself and when you stand up for yourself, I love that. that's very yeah. attractive. That's a good way of putting it. Yes. That is yeah. so wise. That's another, sorry, that's another, you got to, Merch. Um, okay, this one. 
expected. So I was yeah, like, stay. And if I stayed, what does it show yeah. him? You know, that you don't have boundaries, that you don't respect yourself, that you're just okay with it. You know what I mean? Mm. And I'm just like, I can't. Because like values-wise, we don't align with each other already. You know? Yeah. But like, kept chasing me because maybe, I don't know. But anyway, with all the efforts and whatnot, I'm just like, okay, I believe in second chances. But the third one, sorry, Olana. <laughs> we, have, we have a question here, Fen. Reasons why a girlfriend zones a guy asking for a friend. <laughs> okay. Why do we women ano, friend zone bo- boys now? She's not yeah. that into that is the simplest answer honestly that's yeah, it but don't take it personally wow okay i do like what you said though fan i'm just like trying to imprint it in my head when you choose you that's the most attractive thing i i really love that yeah 38 um, minutes in our conversation i'm gonna highlight that to start i like it <laughs> Wait, so we also had another guest on the show, Angela Copter, the wife of DJ Mo and just um, a radio personality as well. And I she said something. Oh, oh, you did? What did you think? Um, She's, a queen. She's a queen. Yeah, it's, um, she was saying, oh, I only had like, um, how many boyfriends? Like, few long, the band, then she met Mo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, there's a line there that. It's like this, like that. And I'm like, Uh-oh. that's so And then they just started to get along. They started as friends and no pressure. And then they yeah. got married. Cute. So super cute. I think it's nice when there's no pressure, right? But she did say something that really stuck with us. Um, she said, if you're always available, you'll be the reserve. What do you think of this statement? Do you think it's, you know, it's important that women remember um, this? I can't. I can't really agree with this because for me, if the guy is into you, no matter how much you're available or not, he's going to value you. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. And another, because mm-hmm. I have friends like, from the first night, they they clicked. And now they have babies. They're married and such. Like, you know, as long as you have that connection, even if you're always each other, I feel like it doesn't matter. But I think mm. this one matters if the guy doesn't like you. You that know what much, I mean? make, But you yeah. know how you can make him more attractive to you? Attracted to you? Is when you focus on yourself and you just work on yourself. Like you make yourself the highlight of your life. Like, oh, whatever. You don't like me. I'm not going to play again, but I'm just going to put all the energy to me. I'll make myself <laughs> I'll make myself happy. I'll make myself travel. I'll make myself be attractive to yeah. anybody to the point that I'm not even focusing myself on you. And then in re- and then in return, like you'll be surprised. Because the more that you make yourself your 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 highlight or your how do I say this? The beat of your life. Spotlight. Oh yeah, yeah. It, yourself. You know, it changes. And that's how I think you become attractive to that person and to another person, um, to other people. Yeah. Actually, okay. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like how Bea and I, when you said, you know how to make him more attractive to you, Bea and I were like leaning in. Pano. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. But not <laughs> for him to like you, but for you to like yourself more. 
So essentially, yeah, yeah. like more people are attracted to you and just like you, they feel this energy that you give to yourself and like, you know, it all originates and you just attract this kind of, um, what do you yeah. call this, vibe from like, you know, not just to guys, but also to other people. I like yeah. this. So, Shari, did you lean in too? <laughs> I mean, I who did, doesn't want to know, right? Who doesn't want to be dateable? Who doesn't want to be dateable and who really wants to die alone? No one. So, you know, I think if we rewind to one of our episodes back then, is we, we use the term dateable. And I remember we had like a dating coach, Vanessa, who says that one of the biggest mistakes us daters make is that we're so like, we like, we don't adjust. Like, you always think that you have to love me for me. Period. But sometimes you have to realize that you improve yourself not to be dateable to this person, but to improve yourself for yourself. Then, you know, like, would you date yourself? That's always the question. So fix yourself to okay, something okay. that you would Would you date yourself, Sherry? Always. I mean, we have, the, the answer is like the quicker you answer, I think the more sure you are. Because some people would be like, uh, like, you know, really awkward about the question because it feels mm-hmm. like narcissistic. But Fan, would you date yourself? Just to check. Just to check. Of course. Go, I, I would. Definitely. I'm so interesting. We don't want your mother reading Bako at the... You got to. You got to. No one else would do it for you. Speaking, speaking of... Yeah, so, exactly. So, oh, see? Yeah, also and, our... Uh, <laughs> I would. There. I'm funny. I, yeah, sorry. I would. Yes, I'm funny. You, you are. Even yourself know what, who else would. You know. <laughs> so speaking of dating, Finn, we want to ask you about dating apps. We had the Instagram question from one of our listeners. Where do you find guys in a pandemic when you're not really into dating apps? But what do you think of dating apps and what advice would you give this girl? Dating, like for me, I'm in New Zealand, so I don't have, I started with no friends here. So my only options were to be on dating apps to meet people and for Mm -hmm. them to find me on Instagram. Because how will I find people on Instagram? Like, you can, guys, I know how. Look for the tag if you're going to. Okay, so I'm currently, should I just say it? I'm in Bataan. Anyways, what I did was I looked for the tag, you know, the geotag, Paro. Bhutan. And then I started looking for people posting recent photos and I would message them. Not to be a creep, just a nice person. And you can. You, you do meet some people. So that, not, that's, a <laughs> that's a trick. That's a trick. You can geotagging. I can help you guys. <laughs> if you need. Like a true creep. Yeah. Yeah. So Never if you're going somewhere, help. Yeah, and you could be, you don't have to be a creep. You don't have to say you're hot. You could just say like, hey, I noticed you like these donuts. Do you recommend them? Like, you know, just say something like subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Just start a conversation. Also, you know. Yeah. Mm, Years Um, of practice. Although, I feel like it's fun because you're there for the same reasons, more or less. And um, it's also nice to be, to, to like let them know what you're there for just mm. so you know if they swipe right on you you guys already know like I see some people in Tinder like I'm just here for fun or like the others are like I don't want fun I want relationships mm. or like 
me, I don't want something super serious, but like I'm open to this, but definitely I don't want just fun or like I don't want, you know what I mean? I think it's yep. nice to put that in the apps, but I yeah. think it's also good to be open-minded because it might lead you to something, you know, even if you're just there for fun, you'll be surprised, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And if not the apps, how would they find you during pandemic? Gandahan mo yung content mo, girl, para mahanap. Fan, can we ask advice from you? Go slide into Fan's DMs uh, and ask her, send a screenshot of your feed and we will help you also. Baka naman, Honestly, I'm a believer in dating apps. Alam mo, yes, there are a lot of pervy frogs on the dating apps. Very, you know, if you just skim through, you're bound to find a nice boy there. If You know, yeah. just try. Don't completely discount the dating app. And I Twitter is we... also good. Twitter, by the way. Facebook Marketplace also. No, just kidding. Twitter. I do recommend Twitter. Facebook Marketplace. On Twitter, because everyone is like basically sharing their thoughts, right? And public. And I think it's interesting when you do connect because... Yeah, you'll see their photo, you'll see their profile photo. But at the same time, if you already get along with that, you know, how, how many characters? I think it's 140 characters. Um, yeah, so basically you already, if you get along and you exchange based on that, I think there's something there. You know, it's yeah. a little bit of banter, virtual banter. So try it out. Yeah. You know yeah. why Bria likes Twitter? Because there's a Twitter follower that's so pogey. Eh? Joke down. <laughs> but I feel you can just like keep doing oh my god pandemic keep doing activities like engage in a new sport to meet people but then yeah. oh my god it's a pandemic I know when it finally opens up maybe do some sports I think sports is magaling sa word of mouth Naniniwala ako sa referral system. Uh, uh, si Mariel. Uh, si, Mar- si Mariel magaling mag-matchmaker. Mariel, magaling ka po mag-matchmaker. Parang never mo ako minatchmaker. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't think you deserved it then. <laughs> wow. Sobrang ka na. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I'm curious. We all had our crazy moments. Like, for sure, when I was 18, I was a retarded girl. Um, what are your thoughts of you in your 20s in dating? Right. Were you now. always this wise? No. No. What were you um, like? I, I'm curious. My experiences before gave me the learnings that I have now. <laughs> were you a easy didn't... person or like um what what kind of what kind of um girl were you in your twenties? I didn't know anything. Like for example, I... me, I was a psycho. I was definitely a psycho for sure. I was like very temperamental and I was very needy. And then I got over it. But um how about you, Ken? <laughs> I got my first when I was 21, but before that, oh my god, I like this guy. And we were like going out for like uh, quite some time. And then he was into a lot of girls, and I agreed to that. And I'm oh, just okay. like, 
hi. And then at one point I was just like, you know, you're catching feelings and whatever, but he's not on that page, but he just wanted girls. But I was just like, okay, I'm still here. But oh my God, that was so stupid. And after that, yeah. I was just like, never like a player anymore. Never. Ladies, mm -hmm. listen. Also men, and never also like say, a player. Also saying yes to something that you don't really like. I think if you don't like a movie <laughs> or there are a lot of things that you say yes to just because you want to date someone. Just don't. I think I said yes to that because I didn't give myself such value. Yeah. Mm. I didn't stand up for myself. And I valued that person more than I valued myself. I valued what I felt in that situation more than, you know, respecting myself. And that learning is just... I don't know. Sometimes when you like one person, even if you're not being given this much value, just keep on doing it. But like, until you find such, such, um, until you learn that lesson mm -hmm. to value yourself, that kind of situation would keep coming back. <laughs> until yeah. I, okay, fine. I'm gonna love myself no more now. Yeah. <laughs> I think you have to learn yourself. Eh? You know, we can give like people advice all the time. Like we have a friend. Na, we always call her our little heart evangelista kasi mahilig siya sa mga relationships na us against the world. So, kahit na anong sabihin namin sa kanya, like, never naman siya makikinig, like, may inis pa siya. Pero now, she's in a very good relationship. But she had to go through it herself, friend. So, it takes time. Thank you. And also, we blame... We blame the guys too sometimes. Or like the girls, basically when you break up with someone, you're going to say, oh, it's this person. But actually, sometimes like you get into a relationship, it just brings out something in you that is actually yeah, your kind something. of... Yeah, it's something in you that you probably would have never found out if you didn't think... If you're not in that relationship, yeah. Yeah. And it's not just relationship with guys, even relationship with friendship. Friends, yeah. You learn oh, up a part of yourself. You yeah. always learn something whenever you meet someone. Because yeah. um, these are things that you're not aware of. Mm. That, so yeah. what do you think is the best thing that you learned from your past relationships? I'm sure we've, we've all had failed relationships, romantic or friendships. What main lesson would you take from Ben that improved you now? Hmm. Hmm. I've only had two boyfriends. <gasps> But um, my learnings, I think the learning really is to just always choose yourself, always work on yourself, improve yourself, always grow. Mm. Because um, I feel like if you put the energy to yourself, whoever is meant for you will just find you and will, will just be attracted to you because you always give this energy to yourself and love to yourself. I think if there's one thing that I learned, it's that. Because, um, yeah, um, my last relationship, um, I felt like, no, it's not like I felt like, like I was more, so focused on, like, how do I say this? Basically not myself mainly for that time. And I'm, and last relationship ko parang I'm give I mean, it's like a giveaway who it was. Uh -oh. yeah. <laughs> wait lang. I don't feel comfortable talking about it all of a sudden. But okay. anyway, that's the last one. Um yeah. what do you call this? It's just you 
give to love yourself give yeah give your like always grow always give that um always improve always basically always grow and yeah. just choose yourself and stand up for yourself so yeah. yeah value yourself i think that's what i really learned it's hard to do right like it's really hard to do every day you and also yeah. giving up the, like your instant gratification like if you text him you'll feel good for like a second it's you know it's like and then the regret the regret, yes, seeps in. The regret like, was, i should not have texted i should not have eaten that. always a lesson on the man that you learn from all those things and i think just take yeah. the lesson with you whatever it mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. yeah do okay, we have a little for your mind oh yeah we have a yeah go on, we have a question here Polly here hi sherry and bea aren't we all psycho in our 20s huh but is it because <laughs> of our expectations should we have expectations when it comes to dating or just see where it goes even in our 30s hmm. I think it's always don't have expectations because when you have expectations you get disappointments but if you're just open to where this would lead you, you're always grateful for the time that you spend with this guy for, for you know, for, for basically sharing this moment with this guy. If you, you're more focused on the moment rather than where it would lead you, yeah. it's, it's, it's just more fun like that. Because if you Mm-mm. expect it would be like this and like that, I think. That's when you start becoming disappointment, disappointed. Yeah, and maybe psychoness would be brought yeah. out. Yeah, we always say that that we're tililing, right? And in our twenties, yeah. but I actually think we're not tililing. Just it came to me like I think we're naive. We don't know a lot at that age, and you're never really taught in high school how to date, <laughs> which I really believe should be part of our curriculum. <laughs> um. And I think that's why we end up in really bad situations. Yeah, I agree not to have expectations when it comes to dating and see where it goes. But I also believe that you have to be intentional with your dating. Because I mean, at the end, you like what we said on Tinder. Some people are looking for sex. Some people are looking for whatever, right? And some people are looking for a relationship. You want to navigate your way towards the people who are looking for the same things. And you can't just be all willy-nilly about it. So... No expectations, but be intentional with your dating, especially in your yes. 30s. Yes. Yeah. Like and know what yeah. you like. And know what you like. Know what you don't like. Be flexible. Be open. But you have to have your values like set, like kind of driving you like a compass. Yeah. So it's like being a tender, but you tell them if you're just there for one night, for a fling, for... You know, fifty thousand per month. Come with me to Shargao or like a <laughs> relationship. You know what I mean? I think uh, open to anything, but but yeah. there, what what you there? Uh oh, exactly. Yeah. One time, so uncle, easy to get. Oh, go. Yeah, gone. Sorry, go ahead, I was just making quanta about my um uncle was using my Tinder. He was like, "Ahana." I want to swipe for you. And so he was like doing all the swiping. And then I think he, at one point he didn't really read the profile. So he swiped in this one guy and this guy messages like, did you profile? And we read it. It was like pretty much he was in a, he wanted um, straight out like sex. And I was like, did you read the profile? <laughs> so he replied to 
ako to. Exactly. You're so, you're so choppy, Bea. What did you say? Oh. No. He. Saying, um, did you. Did you. Swiping? Yeah. So he, he. He responded to the photo and said what? He said that, oh, sorry, I missed your profile. Um, oh. I didn't read it well. So basically, wag kayo mag swipe swipe lang. Magbasabasa kayo. That's a lesson there. Exactly. Um, Fan, I know you have uh, two, very, two boyfriends lang, but I'm curious. Nabudol ka ba ng pag-ibig ever? Like, really big. You don't have to go into detail, but like, did you ever feel like... Nab- I mean, I know what like, scammed. Like, when you were, you felt like you were really a fool. No. No, no. No, no. okay. That's good. Oh my God, buti pa. It didn't happen to and I hope it doesn't happen. Because I'm damn sure that I'm going to the women. Nila, this yeah. is it. Pansit, and then biglang. blindsided. Pala. So, what is your advice to, the, to these women that constantly nabubudol? What do you mean by nabubudol? Like, they're like, like, girls. Yeah, they're in for a relationship. Yung pala, there's more than one. Or they really aren't in it for a relationship. Ako, I believe in multiple dating before you settle, before you exclusively date someone. So until you guys talk about exclusively dating, I think it's okay to meet a lot of guys before you pick one. But that's just me. Like a lot of girls wouldn't agree to that or a lot of girls wouldn't be open to that because for them, they feel like, um, I don't know, they're like, it's not their values or something. So I I agree with you 100%. However, for me, um, it, uh, I, I, I I like to meet, I, I would love to meet like other people before like I pick someone. You know what I mean? And you don't even know also if this person's picking you. So mm-hmm. why put your ass in one basket when you can like enjoy? <laughs> and then like oh until some time and then you're like, hey, so um, you know what I mean? Like for example, on yeah. your sex date or something and be like, okay, so I didn't expect for us to be seeing each other this much, whatever, whatever. So do I stop replying to other guys? Or do I still say yes when a guy goes out with me so you take control of the situation you don't let the situation control you so i it's that i think i'm a budo be smart i love that i love that that's very parang suave i have to say and then like the take control of the situation why do we always have to be the responding ones (laughs) how men feel then what is your advice to women our age who are single and frustrated you know Bea and I we are in our 30s na, and then we have wala kids pa. and you know we had an episode about this mga, a few episodes ago we talked about egg freezing because the pressure is real when you're mm. 30s you're, it starts to dwindle you know the quality of our, our eggs and it's not the precious <laughs> so what's your advice to us women who are single and frustrated 
don't be about frustrated. being single. I feel like just keep on working on yourself mm-hmm. because honestly, now that I'm in New Zealand, I actually felt that when I was in the Philippines, you know, 30, 30, whatever, and then you're still not yet married or you're still not yet with someone who you think you're going to marry, I felt the pressure mm. by the, I think, culture, I can't say society, you know. But now that I'm here in New Zealand, there's a lot of people who don't have kids at 35, not married or whatsoever. And who cares, you know, because if mm. you're dating because of pressure, and if you're just going out with someone because of pressure, not because of co- connection, or not because of this and that, I think you're losing the essence of it, you know? You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like you have this pressure. So every time you meet someone, it's like, oh, my God, this is it. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. will this lead to that? So you all you end up having these expectations and disappointments if, it's, if you're dating and it's coming from a place of pressure and you know age and stuff i feel like when you date you're there to enjoy to meet people and to just be present to be in the moment with that person that you're 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 grateful to to be meeting you know i think if you focus yourself yourself on like enjoying that i think that's better than you know oh my god i need to get married oh my god but if you just keep on enjoying yourself that's what makes yeah. it fun, you know? I think mm-hmm. it, um, right now, you know, there's egg freezing. And Femela Baranda gave birth at 40. And she's hot. And, <laughs> and I'm like, why would I feel pressured? Girl, there's 10 more years. I'd rather enjoy the 10 years of my life and meet the one who I'm with than like, oh, my God, I need to get married. So every time you meet a guy, you're just like, oh, my God, okay, I'm ready this to is- get ready to get pregnant oh my god i mean you know i yeah. think science and technology that we have now we're very blessed to not be mm. pressured at age and time you know because at the same time if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't but if you're happy living your life you're not frustrated you you're just enjoying every moment so i guess there's that just improve yourself just make yourself happy just always like um what do you call this always grow and just enjoy life and then i guess eventually you know in the middle of you enjoying you'll be able to attract this guy or whoever you're meant to be with if it's not a guy maybe it's a business If it's not a business maybe it's something else you know what i mean there's i mean life is not just about relationships you know not just measured about you know, by having someone, by being married, by by having family. For some other people, happiness and success is like, you know, um, being able to give back or like, um, what do you call this? Having this business or being, you know what I mean? There's different meanings to it. And just because you don't have anyone or you don't have a kid doesn't mean that your life is any less meaningful, you know? So I guess just enjoy and just like figure out what, what it is you want to give yourself, to give your life. And you'll be surprised who you attract or what you attract along the way. So I guess there's that. I like your sagot, Finn. I dig that. Mm-hmm. True. Super Enjoy words. life. And, yeah, I like that. I have yeah. nothing to add to it. It's perfect. I agree. 
Why can't I do more for straight? Copy paste. Right, right <laughs> in your journal. But um, we're coming down to the end of it, and we always love to ask people um this one question, Fen. What is love? Oh my God, I don't know what love is. I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> but I have like the most boring. You know, like self love, doing things you're yeah. passionate about, and then the love that I feel with Luki. Um, what is love really? Like, I don't know. But if there's anything that I'm learning right now with this relationship that I have, it's like, um, as long as he's happy, you know what I mean? Like, you're not gonna force anything, or like, as long as how do I say this? Like, I feel like love is somewhat, I can't say it. I don't know how to say it. Like, you just let it be if it works out or it doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. And you can, if it doesn't work out, you can still love that person as like friend or as like someone you, how do I say this? Like, for example, with, with um, the father of my son, you know, since, we're not together anymore, but there's the love because he's the father of my son. Or like, how do I say this? Um, I feel like love transforms. Is that the, even the proper term for it? It's so hard to define. Oh my god! But I feel like it, love mm -hmm. is has different forms. Yeah. You know. Mm -mm. So, but essentially in relationship, what is love? Yeah. Oh my god! I don't know. I'm figuring it out. <laughs> I'm still yeah. figuring it out. So, but it sounds yeah. like you're in the right track. I like it. Yeah, it, it's good that it, you'll always discover it and that mm -mm. it can change in different forms, um, whether it's for your son or some business or a person. And yeah, I, this gives me hope, Sherry. It doesn't I have mean, to be always like with a guy or like romantic. I mean, yeah. hello, no. I can love a. And love, yeah, <laughs> super. Um, so we're sorry, I guess, like, I am speechless because I didn't expect this much wisdom from you. And I guess because we're meeting for the first time, like, sometimes when you meet someone for the first time via an interview, it's surprisingly in a nice way. Sherry, what's your takeaway yes. for today? Well, I think we, we did talk about um, a lot. What's my favorite? The 38 minutes in, I really can't repeat it um, exactly the way it is, but yeah. whatever that thing, 38 minutes, I'm going to put it in the front of this podcast and that will be my main takeaway. <laughs> Thinking like a real <laughs> producer editor, but yes. I really love the whole like take control. I think it's good to be upfront on certain things. And I guess this episode was really for single people that are struggling with it. Um, I'm so sorry about my internet today, but we will fix that next episode. But we have a couple of tips here for single people. So, Fen, we have three that we made. And then the last two can be something that you can give us, um, which you've given us in this whole episode. So, number one, Shari, this is your favorite. Mm -hmm. Oh, make yourself your project, not finding your love interest your project. Yes. And then number two, stop looking for a lover and just be a good lover of life. I think just enjoy yourself. Just don't so particular on finding that one lover. Yeah. You can have many, mm -hmm. by the way, until you commit. 
<laughs> um, practice. Mm-hmm. Practice your dating. You're not going to play a con- this is where your concerto in your, your, your first lesson. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Then, <laughs> oh, bawal <laughs> I know. I, I swallowed my inhaled my saliva. Guys, I promise. Um, and then Fen, our, our lesson, okay, what's your favorite lesson from you today, Fen? It has to be really a lot about your self-care. And I, I like that you're, you, you're, you go with the flow, but with a plan. Does that make sense? Yeah, you... feeling for my plan, but I know. Oh, but like you're open to... Pressure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the vibe I'm getting. And yun, yeah, yeah, also always work on yourself. If you're... A good version of yourself, the love will fall if if love is really what you want, you know. You're, you yeah. attract the vibe you give. And, and then, then yeah. one great tip on hair. My God. Oh, what's that? 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 showering takes such a long time right my hair takes such a long time so i'm just like ah uh, but um yeah there so even even before palagi maganda buhok mo hindi ko alam kung galing magkulot i don't know there's just something hair talaga is really my i enjoy it so it doesn't feel like a task but it's been time consumed recently Francis said, I'm near 30 na rin. Same thoughts, ladies. Self na lang muna. Yan, commit an hour to fixing your hair. It's True. worth it. Look. <laughs> I don't do it every day naman. <laughs> are there days that, okay, before we, we are tapos na with our conversation, but are there days yeah. that you're just like, I'm not gonna fix myself? Are you ever in trackies? Yeah. Like, I go to school no makeup, like, like, not fixing my hair, but every time I have work, I don't show up no makeup or no like whatever i always show up um dressed even if oh my god okay i know we're done but like my first job here you mm-hmm. girls would never guess what i was a dishwasher for a cafe wow. were you ayos yeah but ask <laughs> I, I was ayos and i had makeup on and it's not like bad about makeup as like even if i was washing dishes for 6 hours like, my hair was still sleek, but of course, I wasn't curling it, but, you know, sleek na, parang, yung walang tikwas-tikwas. Like, yeah. Pero nakatali. Yeah. Tapos, I still put on makeup. And then, um, my shift was four days straight. On the third day, parang, I was working eight hours, and then walang break. And I'm just like, after that, I was just like, sorry, I don't think I can still physically do the job because um, the pants were bigger than me. Not the pants, like the bowl. I could fit in the bowl. So anyway, um, so I resigned. And then the next day I went to work. They're like, okay, but you can can you still make it to your shift? Because we already rostered you for next week. I'm like, yeah, of course. But I'm just saying, like moving forward, I don't think I can physically do the job anymore. Mm-hmm. Um the next day when I got there, they, they're like, Do you think front of the house would suit you better? Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> so yes. what I'm just trying to say is like, you know, like it led me to the job where I am now. So after yeah. that, um, 
what do you call this? Uh, so I worked as front of house and the manager there resigned, started working for a hotel. I don't have any credentials of working in hospitality and hotels because my experience is like business, social media, real mm -hmm. estate sales and um, uh, magazine. But the jobs where I can apply now has to be part-time. I can't do corporate. I can't do full-time because I'm studying. Yeah. So there, it had to be hospitality or retail. Those are the only things that are open until and on Saturdays and Sundays. Mm -hmm. So anyway, this 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 manager who who moved to a different company, he's like, "Do you want to move?" Ah, um, he's like, "You know, you know the meaning of customer service. You're the only one who gets tips." Blah blah. blah. Do you want to work with me? So now it's my third job here and it's like my pay is higher, whatever, whatever. And it's like, but we, but I was just saying like, even if I didn't get that dishwasher job, I, it wouldn't take me to the job that I have now. So I think that's another thing, even if you're only given this role, but you show up as something more, you'll get that eventually. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dress so. for the role that you want. I am so my yeah. boss will be girl. <laughs> Don't be scared of taking jobs that you're not comfortable with. I mean, yeah. Fen, when I look at you, I will not think dishwasher. I'm, I'm way more impressed now that you actually did that. Galing, eh? Loxie, um, rough, humble, humble beginnings would look at us now. Well, you, power to you. Angaling, angaling, nana. Yeah. Nice. I love Thank that. You. I know, yeah. it's a good story. So thank you so much, Fen. So if people thank want to follow you on Instagram, how shall they follow you? I mean, what's it's your Victoria Instagram? Victoria I should have put the at sign and Victoria Fennell, but they can just type Fennell Victoria. I think they can still find me. Yeah. Guys, follow, yeah, okay, your Instagram. Okay, so thank you so much, Fen. This conversation, I enjoyed it. And yeah, I'm surprised also that I really got so much that I want to paste on my wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> words of well. I learned uh -oh. in life and relationships, and I yeah. hope the frustrated wouldn't be frustrated anymore. And I hope they just keep on working on themselves because it's the best thing ever to invest in yourself, and you'll never know what opportunities it would lead you to. Yeah, so, thank you so that much, such, girls. It's such a good thing. I really thank love that. Invest in yourself, ladies. Stop na yung pagmumukmuk or natitiling. Or like, if you're stalking men there, like whatever you're doing on your phone, do not do it. So guys, um, we're about to wrap up. So let us quench your thirst for knowledge by subscribing to our YouTube channel and submit your love problems and milestones to our website so that we don't only get sad stories on thirstyand30.club and so that you don't miss a beat. And we'd like to know if you guys are doing well, huh? We also have a weekly newsletter that's on hiatus, but it's going to be back. Smarter Love by Thirsty and 30. It's on thirsty30.substack.com. We will send you hope, happiness, and humor all in your inbox. It's really a guide for the modern day woman or man if you care for some tips on being smarter and saner at love and dating. So yeah, thank you. Thank you Again, everyone. thank you so much, friend. And I'm inspired to fix my hair. Also, invest, invest in uh, yourself. Okay. <laughs> so, thank you, everybody. Um, thank you. Stay 
thirsty but no wala ko yung ano gagawin ko dapat okay say thirsty oh, oh, penalty kitchen <laughs> oh yes oh, yeah. penalty kitchen oh yeah what what you, oh, oh, her, she, she has great lasagna my lasagna mm. yes please yeah. okay so thanks good. guys here good night bye thirsty and 30 Thanks, Thirsty Friends, for listening to our 18th episode for Season 2 with Fennel Victoria. If there's two takeaways we would like you to remember from this episode, choose to make yourself a priority. That will be the only way you can thrive in your 30s. And take control of the situation. So many times we've been in poor situations. You don't deserve to be in those situations anymore. If you loved this episode or want to chat with us about it, message us on our socials. You can also keep updated by subscribing to our YouTube channel, Spotify channel, and anywhere podcasts are available for more gold like this. And of course, check out our weekly newsletter, thirsty30.substack.com. Till then, stay thirsty. Thirsty and 30.